Last time on Geek Force, the squad looked into Wizards of the Coast's OGL debacle. They dive right in on Critical Role Season 2, Vox Machina on Amazon Prime, and they rap about The Last of Us. But see what's happening today, now on Geek Force. <laughs> Welcome to Geek Force, the show where pop culture rules all. I'm your host, Kat. With me today is the whole entire squad of Ray, Amy, and Marlon. Welcome back, you guys. Especially welcome back to Ray. Is the hey, universe back, back in balance? All right. Um, yeah. Question. I don't think that's the case, but... So you might have to go back out and do it again? Okay. I mean, did you see the news this past I week? I did see, <laughs> but I was more space, space stuff, not Earth stuff, but yeah. It's never uh, going to be right on Earth. <laughs> it's too, it's just well, too messy. When you put it that way, everything's fine. Okay. <laughs> okay. When you look at it through that lens, all is right in the world. All is right in the world. Awesome. How is everyone doing and what are you guys up to? I just got back from seeing Megan, which I think y'all talked about already, if I remember bit. correctly. Kind of. A little bit. Just yeah. Great just time. Is yeah. it? No, no notes. Just had a. I <laughs> no had a great notes. time. <laughs> no notes. I knew this exactly what I was. I was knew exactly what I was coming in for. It was just going to be some AI nonsense mm-hmm. and some. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Some yep. some bad parenting and oh, yeah. uh, <laughs> so that's, much. That's that's what I got. Uh, I, what I didn't expect was Ronnie Chang, and I was <laughs> definitely <laughs> soon as he popped up in a scene, I was just like, Ronnie Chang, what are you doing in this? I didn't see you in any trailer in this movie. I'm so glad you're here. Easter egg. Thank you so much. <laughs> oh God. That's hilarious. I Let's check it out. No notes. I'm um, looking forward to Megan too, and I'm wondering if they're gonna adjust it. It, like, it, it might sure be. They, I, I feel like it's like one of those like cult things. Like, cool. Like, why not do another one? You know, it's like when it's, it's been green. It's like when like the first Ted came oh. out. Everyone was like, Ted, we love Ted. Then did Ted too. It was like we didn't need that, but like I feel like mm. Megan hit like um, a cultural like sweet spot. So hopefully the second one. Without a bunch of spoilers, you know what this movie is like. It's a it's an AI robot running around causing causing mayhem. Um, mm-hmm. Could you imagine at the end of Age of Ultron if they didn't smash all the Ultron bots? What would have happened? <laughs> No. Oh, like, no. He would have been out there still, basically, right? Right. right. Yeah. I that's. About that. yeah, I'm just time. making that reference. That's all. Gotcha. 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 So we might I see multiple. Yeah, who knows? The they they might up the funny next season, next film to like really lean into like let's do some more Megan TikTok worthy content for these commercials. Oh, so people can see our film again. Out. Hey, I am TikTok carried that it, trailer. TikTok, like, yeah, we love Megan. It had a twelve million dollar budget, and it, according to Wikipedia, has made a, at least one hundred and forty-six million dollars. We're Damn. getting a sequel. There you go. I, I'm impressed by there that. I, I like when little films do become like they do. They become bigger than what they are because of that. And again, it's like I know Megan wasn't horror per se, but it's always the horror type films that just prevail and i just like yo their marketing team must be like high-fiving high-fiving each other because like that's mm-hmm. impressive compared to like regular movies are like we just want to get the word out and it's like nobody goes to see those movies mm-hmm. so shout Strange out to megan yeah 
Mm. Speaking of movies, yeah. um, it's that time of year where mm-hmm. Oscar nominations were released. Now we just had Golden Globes uh, award show. It was pretty good. A lot of great winners and stuff. But, you know, Oscars now, it's a little bit different. It's a little more white bread, white, white bread per se. Um, <laughs> what do you guys uh, think about these uh, nominations? For Best Picture? Yep, Best Picture. Especially Best Picture. Uh, I feel like I'm fine with everything, but I, I, I don't know what is going on with my brain, but whenever I see the Avatar film, I'm like, ugh, not that one. Just not that one. <laughs> Just <laughs> like but, yeah. anything but Avatar. I don't need James Cameron to keep making more of these. Don't I mean, get it, that got, anything. it got pretty snubbed. He didn't get a best director nod, right? Thank you. That's why I want to shout oh, about. That's interesting. No, why that's not? good. That's what I wanted. I was like, it could be nominated best picture. It's not going to win. But what I really don't want to see is him be nominated for best director because that was the one thing he's been trying to get back ever since his wife beat mm. him like. 15 years ago. Oh, so he's sorry. been trying to get the best I had to save as soon as you said after his sorry. wife beat him and I, I just my mind put a period at the end of that statement. I know you had more, but I mean, that I was more like, I I I'm just saying like in the in the race to Thank win you. this award, I know. she beat him. I know. I'm glad it wasn't just I know. I know. Like, no. You didn't. You didn't actually need to clarify it. That wasn't the end of your sentence. <laughs> but Our my brains, mind heard a period. She cut, just added a period, and no, we're just like, "Whoa!" Too much anyway. No, I can say that. Yeah. <laughs> you mean what? <laughs> cut out and everything else. Just want, 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 want. Like yep. <laughs> I look at an email, like, <gasps> just, <laughs> like, "Oh wait, there was more." So he lost his wife years ago. He wants to win that yes. award, but hey, he lost his chance. This year. Now we know there's going to be a, like three more Avatar movies, so he might get a chance to do that. But that we'll deal with that when we come to it. But um, mm-hmm. I know you said Avatar The Way of the Water, but I just want to say this Elvis movie, I still haven't seen it. I'm tired of seeing it almost. And I see I that that's nominated. It. And then Top Gun Maverick, which I did see. And I was just like, mm, really? Just give it to well, Best Picture? Just give it to, give it to the I feel movie. like the being nominated for Best Picture, I feel like kind of started meaning less once they opened yeah. it up to like 10 nominees every year. Yeah. And they started doing that for a while now. So like some of these movies like Avatar, like Top Gun, um, Elvis at least has other nods other places like the main actor got nominated for yeah. mm-hmm. for his role and some other I see it in cinematography as I'm just kind of scrolling through mm-hmm. but um, I best picture nomination almost doesn't mean a whole lot anymore it's kind of mm-hmm. sad actually and then I think it's funny that I mean, the movie All Quiet on the Western Front which is a top um, foreign film that has won a lot of movies on the foreign film front. It actually got nominated for Best Picture and for International uh, Feature mm-hmm. Film. And that kind of goes back to, this is why we created a foreign film category and this is why we created an animation uh, category because those two movies usually sometimes fall in the Best Picture. So now I'm just like, does it even matter? Does anything matter anymore? Since I thought they created rules to let, not let this happen. Mm-hmm. But then it's like, oh, we're just creating more problems for ourselves. I mean, I'm not worried. I just... I'm just watching this mess and I was just questioning, oh, well, I see right here that this movie got nominated twice and technically in a best picture uh, category. So I feel like it's really down to 
like only a couple here and some of, movies, some of these movies i don't know very well um mm-hmm. i didn't watch any of these movies except everything everywhere all at once now that i'm mm-hmm. looking at this list right. it's really top gun. The one movie. not best picture <laughs> oh, no. worthy at all um, i've heard of tar and- but that's because it has like oh, kate blanchett that in it. is that is out now on, mm, I want to say Peacock, but it might be something else. I think else. it's Peacock, yeah. <laughs> okay, I'll check that out. Evie, you said you saw the Banshees. Oh, God. Was it, but was, I know you said it was depressing, but like. This is was depressing. depressing. This is awesome like, movie. Like, like, I thought it was a dark comedy. And so I went into right. the dark comedy and it kind of was. And then it just got progressively, progressively more like, oh my God, it's getting worse. Like the scenario is not, nothing gets better. It just goes down. So it's a very dark comedy. Got it. <laughs> no, it's really dark. It's dark. I was like, shit, I was not prepared for this. I'm so sorry. We watched this together. Aww, poor man. <laughs> I, okay. I do have a question for you, Amy. And Ooh. I think the, the last time I saw... Uh, Colin Firth and mm-hmm. oh, sorry, Colin Farrell and um, oh, what's his name? Brandon uh, Gleeson. Brandon Gleeson. Yeah, Brandon Gleeson. <laughs> yeah, the last time I, I saw them was in Bruges, which was a rough film to watch. Is it uh, any way? Is it is it like that that film in? I don't Bruges think I saw not? that movie, so I don't okay. know how to compare. But I just comedy. like when you say. What do you mean by that? Give me like a really vague example of what you mean by that. Like it's well, like it's like, like a darker Guy Ritchie film. It's like a dark comedy, but I like it has dark elements, but it had like funny elements at the same time. Like in one scene, they're with a little person asking him if the M word is like the N word for black people, and they oh, both say the words. I mean, and then everyone's like, um, "Oh, I love," it. and it's like they're, they're gonna no. go get us one day, and it's like, yeah, it's a seed. Well. Is there a scene like that or the same vibe? Huh? This, this, this is also in like during the the, the Ireland like like so civil war thingy. Something like this. Time. Okay. Uh-oh. Different time, and so like and it's, oh, okay. And it takes okay. place in a place where there's like you don't. There's um, racism rampant. Right. racism is rampant. I don't. It's not as racist. Yeah, it's not as racist. I don't know how to describe that, oh, but the it's xenophobia? not. Discrimination. No, it's more like Stop no, it. because it. the whole theme is no, no. The whole the whole theme of the movie is this guy doesn't want to be this guy's friend, and it's yeah. basically how far are you going to go in this statement kind of thing. So it's not that level, but it's I don't know. It was just it just it. Okay. Whatever. It made me really sad afterwards. It's awesome. So he's trying to cut off a uh, a friend who's too clingy, and the friend doesn't get the hint. Not. Not. No. Not it's, in that respect. No. It just. Just go oh. watch it. <laughs> okay. Marley, okay. go watch it, and then you can tell us. But I gotta finish watching the one hundred. <laughs> what? What hundred? Did you start the one hundred? The series. The CW no. show. <laughs> Netflix has a show called The 100 where oh, like it's a, it's a hundred fit people and they're all fighting in, in like different events. Never mind, never mind, never mind. You wild. Wow. I wow. finished that and new episodes came out today. Back to the Oscar list here. Moving <laughs> uh, moving along on the bus. So, uh, topics. So far as actors, um, obviously we want Michelle Williams. Well, not Michelle Williams, Michelle but Michelle Yoda Williams. I saw it's two Michelles, okay? And I saw Williams first. <laughs> Michelle Yoda Williams. And 
But have you guys heard about the controversy surrounding about um, Andrea uh, Risenborough yeah. of how she got nominated? Yeah, because yeah, they they <laughs> broke the rules. Or yeah. they did what white people do, which yeah. is like hey, my have friend, their rich have friends. Friend. Yes. <laughs> Basically like well, for they, her. they told all their friends to like post about this film yes. to get Oscar buzz. Yes. And that's how I got nominated. Like, not many people saw it. No. But because of all, but because I think someone knew someone who also knew a famous person, they began just spreading this film out and they're investigating to see if at any point in time any of this was like written or actually, you know, proof worthy because they have like the Academy Court where they investigate themselves to see if there's any evidence and then can decide if they're going to like follow through or not. Well, because, you know, <laughs> they probably I mean hey it's rich white folks probably right but mm-hmm. basically they're gonna, like it it stands right now that she is gonna stay as a uh, best actress nom but I think for years to come people will acknowledge like that as like an asterisk of like asterisk. she shouldn't have been there and we all know she shouldn't have been well there. this show this 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 is a mess I I read that and I was like y'all y'all just need to stop with the show this show needs to just be canceled like so <laughs> So I, I, I have a question then. Is that acceptable if someone who isn't as well known just does it the same thing, but just who's not as as affluent and they're able to just kind of connect? I think it's so all Jackman. about the connection. Say again? I said so Hugh Jackman. If he had uh, actually been trying to get Ryan Reynolds uh, nominated for a thing, would that have been okay? <laughs> is that Ooh. where you're going with that? That's a good question because I yes, do I'm think sure. that, like, I think – what makes two instances different is that imagine if Hugh Jackman and like 18 other famous people also said, don't nominate Ryan for this thing. Then it like, it would be this. I think, then I think they would like kind of match up, but it's like what this person did to get um, Leslie to get Andrea nominated was just like, have all their really super hyper famous friends like share and tag. So people all kind of like went to look at it. So they figure, well, if all these prominent and well-known actors and directors and, and producers know this movie, we should probably nominate it then. And that's, and that's, that's what happened. That's the tea. It's just a game, but Hey, I, you know, and if she doesn't win, then okay, that's how it happens. But like, I just, there's so many snubs that could have, like there's just there was way too many snubs and a lot of movies should have and a lot Woman of actors should have been yeah Woman King I thought nope at least nope for like writing at we least. all hoped nope was gonna get in there because like nope. at least for writing and editing but I'll, even like I'm I'm one of those film tech people where I really like to study editing and sound design and the some of these movies that are nominated for editing I was like um like the the Elvis and I was watching clips. Of like their editing, it's horrible. It's horrible, and they're nominated for best editing. And I was like, they—they're just pushing people just to keep a quota. And I'm like, you, okay, whatever. The Um, of power must remain, right? right. And so, like, I know they hate Marvel movies, but hey, we still have Angela Bassett for best supporting actress. We still have Ruth Carter for costume design. We have the crew Mm -hmm. for makeup and. hairstyling so we still have some like marvelness in there and it's for the right movies for black Panther. so that keep that keeps 
hope alive for me. Ant Man, like, Quadra Mania. <laughs> we'll see next year because I'm like, if King, <laughs> Jonathan Majors get nominated. Jonathan Majors is like in five movies this year. He needs to be nominated for like one of these roles, one of them, because he's been he has like five movies this year, and he's gonna knock every single role like crazy. So we'll there's, see next year. <laughs> there's a lot of good. There was there was more animated stuff on this list that I. Mm-hmm. Like that was good too, because I mm-hmm. also saw Puss in Boots this weekend. Oh, did you watch it? Did you like so it? Good. And did you like I did. It? it it was actually everybody pretty likes good. it. I it's haven't really, heard anyone yeah. say they don't like it. It's really cool. It was pretty good. It like, was. I right now, the Shrek franchise is holding it down still. Like it has been years, and they're just like keeping these quality films kind of pumping I'm, out. Underrated. Uh, actually, no, he's not. But um. I just didn't realize Harvey Guillen was in that movie. Yes. And he's just amazing. Like his little his little sad chihuahua nonsense dog is the best part of that movie Aww. for sure. So um, <laughs> Guillermo, you're so good. Yeah, he's he's still just fantastic. So I they they did a lot of really cool stuff with the animation in that movie also. Is it better than turning red? Um, <sighs> Is, is it, it better than Pinocchio? Is it better than, yeah, and that's what I was about to say was, but I still, even then, I still think Pinocchio is probably winning this Oscar, but, and I haven't seen that, but. I've seen all of them, and I do think that Pinocchio is going to win because it's Guillermo del Toro, but all of these films are so different. Mm-hmm. <laughs> it's, it's ridiculous. True. I think the two films that maybe, like, line up are Puss in Boots and Pinocchio in terms of, like, tone. Um but like this, the Sea Beast is just a high quality, uh, high metro dragon, uh, but underwater style this time. Oh, uh, <laughs> literally, it's just like this. This like young black girl somehow can talk to these, these sea oh, serpents. I've heard of that movie because um, <laughs> what's his name? Does the voice of the pirate uh, guy? He was in The Hobbit as the. Yeah. The man as the ranger or whatever his name was. I forget his name. The the the, the oh my gosh. I'm gonna look it Luke up. Luke Evans. Uh, <laughs> I don't know. Is it is it is it Luke no, Evans? No, it's not Luke Evans. Because I saw a behind the scenes before oh. the movie came out. It's Carl it's Carl Urban. He does oh. the voice. And he was the one promoting this movie like last year and I wasn't really paying attention to it. So I forgot the title. So this movie got nominated. That makes me so happy because it looks amazing. Wow, this is a really hard category. <laughs> yes, they're just—they're all yeah. different. Like you, I mean, and I don't know if they'll ever do it, but like, there could be like a best animated film. There could be also like best uh, animated drama or best—you know—just try to diversify because these. Because I mean, t- turning red up against a film about a, a a boy who's doomed to die forever until he becomes an actual boy is two different tone shifts. Oh, definitely. definitely. <laughs> two different books. Two different Never on my mind turns over to a Tim Burton-esque angel with eyes everywhere asking a small child, do you want to come back? Did y'all see that live performance of uh, some of the Turning Red songs by the Oh no! Groups. Actually, oh, I, I heard sent about it, but I didn't see that. I gotta find it. I'll send it to you. It, it was just like, oh, um, for Maybe everyone that loved Turning mind. Red, if you mm-hmm. wanted to see uh, 
If you wanted Lionel to actually Hooper. imagine them as a as a boy band, here it is. <laughs> it's pretty entertaining. <laughs> oh goodness! Oh, and I was gonna say, if there's a film on, if there's a film that's not on here that I wanted to be on here, uh, RRR is one of them. That's on Netflix, right? It, it's on Netflix. It. It's like a typical Bollywood three and a half hour long film, but it's so good mm. and fun. And the only issue is that it wasn't apparently if it's a foreign film, the country has to nominate it. Yeah. Uh not, you know, the, the country that's like hosting the Oscar. So even though we liked it, we couldn't nominate it. But it is worthy of being on this right. list. It also has some of the most Marvel esque yes. <laughs> uh fast and furious esque, um, just hyper convenient S fight scenes where mm. at some point someone like grabs a motorcycle out of the air and rides it. And then someone his like legs don't work, so he hops on this dude's back and gets two guns and just like fired all ammo as the one guy's just running in slow motion up this like eighteen foot wall, and it's like this is a Marvel film. I love it. Or but it's yeah. it's what's that? Uh, the Rock and Jason Stratham. Oh my movie. goodness! It's like it's, that, uh, but like ten times Hobbs better. And Shaw, yeah, the Hobbs and Shaw. India. Yeah. How how could you yeah. forget the name of the movie, Cat? How? Because I how? I did yeah. it for my mind. That is so rude. You know that's Eming's <laughs> second I'm so favorite sorry. film. I am so sorry. I would be better. It's fine. <laughs> also, but I will say, saving grace, and also how we know they love the movie. R R R songs, not to not to, is nominated for best music or original song. Oh. And that song, Not To, Not To, is when they have like that like 10 minute like uh, oh, yeah. like dance scene where they're just like dancing for like 10 straight minutes so whoever gets tired falls down. Great scene. Yes. It's, 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 it's a very, this whole award show, I'm not watching it. I'm just going to wait for, you know, when the, award, the winners the come tweets. out. Yeah. Because uh, it's just Get the it's all over the place. You know, I, I understand the older we get, it's it's a lie, whatever. But it is interesting to see like some people that you're like, oh my gosh, like Brian Tyree oh, Henry, he's nominated, and now I can say, you know, uh, Academy Award nominee Brian Tyree Henry now because that's amazing. But like mm-hmm. you, you have like Elvis nominated for so many awards, and I'm just like, but why? Like, and 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 to be determined or to be. Seen if James Cameron will be nominated yeah, but, for the next yeah. three years for Best Director. Oh no! But there's little sparks of life here and there that I get interested in the show. Like, are they gonna do? Are they gonna make it right? We'll see. Um, the Oscars will take place March 12th, which is a Sunday. Um, it's the 95th. It's the 95th year, so we're getting up there. Um, and yeah, we'll keep they're definitely you... getting up there. Yeah, they're getting up there. It's been around for. But yeah, we at Geek Force, we keep you guys posted when those winners come out. Um, moving on from that one, now we're jumping into more animation. Crunchyroll Awards. Um, uh, they are having their awards show, I believe. In- February. I actually don't know the date, but last week was the last week to vote. Um, again, the animes, the animes, the anime of the year, <laughs> it was kind of, I don't know. I kind of want your guys' opinion because, of course, Attack of Titan, of course, got nominated, but it's like <laughs> final season March part 4th. two. 
March 4th, yeah. So March is... Two of five. Yeah. Um, (laughs) And you know, part three comes out. I did hear a rumor that they might make another part come out next year. it's not a rumor. It is... Okay. Well, I'm just saying, until we see, like, the animation uh, title card to be continued in 2024, I'm going to be like, (laughs) throw it all away. We're so close, you guys. You guys could just wrap it up in 12 episodes, but okay, whatever. Um, So part two is nominated. Cyberpunk Edge Runners was also nominated. Demon Slayer, basically the whole season two arc, which to Mm -hmm. me had the top animation art. It's nominated. Let's be real. That... That fight scene, the that flashy, scene. flashy. Well, we, we said this about season one, Marlon. We said this about season one. We said this about Music Train. And now we say this again. What I love about this series is that with each new like arc we get, the animation somehow is better than the get previous. Higher, higher, yeah. The fact that flashy, flashy was creating sonic booms like 20 times an episode, and we got to see them in detail inside the boom as it boomed back out. <laughs> It was the. I am always thinking, how are they going to top themselves? Because the bar is set real high. And they're doing so, it to themselves. They're doing it to themselves. It's yeah, like, sorry, okay, go, what's the season going to But yeah, that's yeah. nominated. I have not seen the anime Lacorus Recall, so I don't know what that show's about. Has anyone seen that or heard of that? Um, Ranking of Kings, you know your girl. Biggest fan of that. That is uh, nominated. And so Spy mad you gave me that show. Yeah. That show hurts my feelings. Spy Family is nominated as well. So anime of the year, it. I really don't know. I'm one of those people who are like, I'm just glad everyone got nominated. And who wins, wins. Because these are all Slayer. great. I want Demon Slayer. But again, that Demon Slayer arc hat was heat. It's true. It, it was had me in my feelings. I was crying and screaming. finish. It was heat. Me and Imani had therapy sessions of that season, and I'm, I won't, I will never forget that ever. And I know <laughs> what, what was Attack actually season two was great too. The best therapy out of all of those was sitting there watching Anya make the greatest faces of all time. This is true. <laughs> so this is true. Uh, 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 <laughs> Bobby is scary. Yeah, <laughs> great time. I don't know. The none of I need to see Cyberpunk, and I don't know this Lacorus recoil. Uh, yeah, I don't um, know what that is either. Cyberpunk, I will say, I heard it was good. Cyberpunk it was is good. sad though. Like the it's first two sad. episodes was dark it's, as hell. But the game is also sad. I, no, I mean it literally starts from the bottom of the barrel, and I'm like, I don't know if I can even go past season or episode two. It was too much for me. Like, like I was like, can we get to like who's in the show? I couldn't even get through it because it was like more bad stuff, and I was like. Okay, but then I think you'll like it. It's it's like it's it's good enough to one like recharge the, the entire game franchise all over again, hit like a fast true. reset. But it also I think it tells a story that I think we were missing from this universe. I heard that too, yeah. And it finally I think adds text to all the pictures and images the game showed us. We finally get a story to connect all this inundation of background data that we saw in the video game. And it kind of does it in a great way. So I do want them to win like maybe like a uh some kind of award for like, hey, you really helped CD Project Red. Like right. good job. Best you know, like <laughs> comeback <laughs> adaptation. <laughs> so specific. But that would that would fall under that. Um, mm-hmm. so for best it's really funny because I feel like the same shows got nominated like Spy Family got nominated Attack on Titan in fact Attack on Titan Cyberpunk Demon Slayer 
uh, Spy Family and Ricky Keys kind of got nominated in almost every category. Um, so if that's like your favorite, just you might win every award because best animation. I have not seen a Kebby's Sailor uniform, but again, Attack on Titan, Cyberpunk, Demon Slayer, Ranking of Kings, and Spy Family nominated for best animation. And Marlon, again, we talked about Demon Slayer, but I mean, the opening of Spy Family is, and the fight scenes are just so smooth. Um, and then Cyberpunk, I really like the gritty. Uh, I don't know. They all have specific animation styles, and I think that's going to be very hard <laughs> to nail down best animation, even though we talked about the Demon Slayer fight. <laughs> um, it's pretty good. It's pretty good. And then new series, Call of the Night. Cyberpunk, Light Chorus Recall, My Dress Up Darling, Spy Family, and Your Boy Kong Ming. Your Boy Kong Ming is one I need to see also. What is that? I haven't seen that either. Y'all haven't seen this? No. Um, You you need to just see the opening animation of Your Boy Kong Ming. It It is Your Boy. Yes, Your Boy. Um, and I, I'm doing a bad translation of what this anime is about. It's a comedy anime. <gasps> I know that much. And uh-uh. it's like some grand it's old, show. um, it's some grand old, like, uh, person from, from some, some Chinese, like, or ja- old Japanese time trap, like from some historical person who mm-hmm. somehow gets put in the future and he decides, Hey, I'm going to be a DJ. And it's a story about like him becoming like a, some grand historical figure becoming a DJ, and it is just watching the opening. You're gonna be like, I need to okay. watch what what is this oh, anime about? This it just looks hilarious. like it's a good time. Yeah, it okay. looks really funny, and I haven't seen it yet. I only saw the opening, okay. and I, I saw some people cosplaying this character on and off this year, and it just looks really funny. Okay, okay, I'm gonna add it to my list. Series, I'm like, ooh, yeah, that boy, sounds good. Me. Um, I watched my dress up darling, which and speaking of cosplay, that was like the cosplay of anime. You have your uh, protagonist, which is, you know, it's a guy. He like he's into sewing and stuff and he meets the popular girl and they become friends and he makes her like the coolest cosplay costumes ever. And I, I like it because it kind of gives you a more insight of how cosplay, how cosplayers do it. Like they, they show like the little tricks and t- tips that they do. And I really like mm. how they do that in like a funny, cute anime comedy style. Um, it was pretty big. It was pretty popular, but I, I wouldn't say it was as, as popular. Like Spy, I feel like Spy Family is going to win that one for sure. Because come on, it's Anya, True. it's the Anya show. True. Um, True. And I think to skip all the way to my favorite category, which is must protect at all costs. We have uh, <laughs> a lot of shows that we've seen, like uh, Regia Kings listed twice. Boji and Kage are both, you know, people to protect it. Anya is also on there that doing one of her hard. faces. Uh, and also Kataro. <gasps> no, not Kataro! And if you haven't seen Kataro Lives Alone, I think that show in and of itself will remind you why he has to win. Because he has to win, actually. His mother, like, he's a child who comes from a broken four. home who is four years old. And who thinks that the only way that his father will love him is if he becomes a real warrior or a real man. Meanwhile, his father cannot see him actively due to court reasons. Uh, And that's his way of coping with uh, not being able to see the only person he wants to see. Uh, As these adults around him who are his friends are 
these like stand-in parents. Uh, it's real rough to watch and real sad at times. Which is why I think he'll win. And like Shoko Komi is high up there because she has like mm-hmm. like next level um, select mutism to the point where she doesn't speak and she's trying to like relearn how to speak and all her friends are like assume she's standoffish but she doesn't know how to talk to people because she's like hyper hyper introverted which is fun and cute but Kotaro I think he's going to take this category he's too cute <sighs> why do I got a pity I forgot about him I'm upset too cute. like I'm like if he doesn't win then it has to be Boji it's going to be it's going to be between them honestly it's going to be between them the two um, damn um but yeah they as you see they they i just feel like the same shows are nominated but they do have some shows like uncle from another world they still have jojo's on there and stuff so yeah check out march 4th for mm-hmm. the award show we'll keep you guys posted i am really concerned about who's way who wins most but most protect at cost character because that to me is the hardest category yeah, and I will say this: I know that I'm pushing for Demon Slayer to be anime of the year, but I do think that Attack on Titan. Uh, Please no. The no. like the once they finally finally wrap it up for real this time, <laughs> like it's for just real, two more years, like coming to you soon. Attack on Titan final season part three. This is it. We swear. <laughs> <laughs> They I don't, don't believe swear. you. I don't they believe don't you. Asterix, asterix. By swear, we mean we'll really try people. hard, but we might not. This might come in 2025, but hey, enjoy watching. Probably. Probably. Swear, <laughs> we mean we swear on Bitcoin's life that we will. <laughs> no. <laughs> yeah. Oh, hey, Once this final season of Attack on Titan comes out, it's going to be hot shit, but it has to get here first, but we'll see what happens. I already know the ending, but it's fine. Well, everyone <laughs> does, but I Me think everyone I wants to see this. an anime. We went red and had a therapy. We're red, like we're mentally ready. Can we just oh, get know. there so we can have like visual closure? Because the- with my life, right? <laughs> we, we, it was like what two years, two three years ago. Oh my gosh, like we're still waiting. Hey, hey we'll get there one day. One day. <sighs> okay. Crunchyroll, thank yeah. you for, for uh, notifying me about that award show. Yeah. Um, and again, what other? I mean, speaking of anime, what other anime did you get into recently? Well, um, I kind of want to get into an isekai real quick because um, they're everywhere. But I'm very picky about um, the kind I like. They're so not all great. The one that I and I, this has been out for a few years, but the one I'm checking out right now is the Bufiri. I don't want to get hurt, so I'll max out my defense. Yes, that's the, that's the entitle. That's the title. Like that's the entire title. Um, I'm a big gamer. I love my MMO Final Fantasy game. So this actually, you know, reflects on that. But the main character actually, um, she is not a big time gamer. She's getting into the MMO scene. She wants to play, you know, a, a, a type of character in the game where she doesn't get hurt. She doesn't feel pain because. You know, she's she just wants to have fun in a way. Mostly she got into it because of her best friend. So for her to kind of max out her stats in def- in defense and in vitality so that she doesn't even have to like do much. Yeah, okay, that's cool. But actually it, when she's doing that, she's actually breaking the game. She is actually, <laughs> the way her mind thinks, she's like, oh, I'm tired. I'm going to take a nap. Or 
you know what? I have no weapons on me. I'm just going to like bite this monster and eat him because why not? And that causes her to level up crazy. And the forums are like, have you heard of this character? She's like, she just started and her stats are like crazy. Like she has zero points in everything but fatality and defense. And she has these crazy uh, like skills. And when her best friend joins her, you know, she's more of an advanced player. So she, you know, she, you know, chooses a really hard class. She's really great at fighting and stuff. So for them to partner up and kind of enjoy what the game offers with like time events, uh, group events, them buying rare treasure. It just, it, it makes me happy. It's like, yes, yeah, so you remember, you remember sword art online and it's mixed reviews and how we hate it and like it at the same time way better. Hey, it's real. It's these characters. Yes. They put on the VR headset and they log into this game, but it's just pure fun. Like we become a character you go on these adventures, you meet these other players in the game, and you have fun. And it's just, it's a blast. And it's hilarious because the main character doesn't know anything about gaming, but she's just kicking ass in everything she does. And that makes me um, that makes me happy. So I highly recommend it. I'm on season one, but season two just came out. So definitely check that out on Crunchyroll as soon as you can. Marlon, I know you've heard of the show and love the yeah. show as well. Hey, yeah, have you I mean, show? it's a pretty good show. I, I feel like I've seen an episode in passing or something like that. And yeah, no, it does. Of the isekais, it is. It has the funniest premise, I think, of all of them. Of just, yes. Um, so it's like uh, yeah. it's like Kanasuba mixed with Sora Online, but like mm. more slice of life between both of them because it's like they're not facing any kind of crazy depressing drama it's just we're going on and we're, we're playing you guys and we're like being friends doing it and i'm like this is just so wholesome and it's like nice to see things that you are used to in your gaming life and in, in just in animation to me and the characters are just so pure and and yeah. i just you know it's, it's good fun and it's hard to find that lately i feel like a lot of shows i've been watching lately has so much death and sadness in them um last of us and trigon um so seeing this we'll talk about trigon later um uh, brings a smile to my face um and eming i highly recommend you i think you i think you get right into it and you really enjoy it because i suck at gaming no no i just think (laughs) i just think this is the type of show where you'll be like how she thinks you're like why does she even like i think the way she thinks about things and how she goes about things mm-hmm. you're gonna be like oh that's funny how is this gonna work out for her oh what what <laughs> like i think you'll enjoy it in that aspect yeah okay. i mean out of all the isekai that's out there uh it's pretty good you know there's i didn't say to make my abilities average in the next life mm-hmm. there's i've been killing slime for 300 years and maxed out my levels and of course there's always the lovely cautious hero the hero is overpowered but overly cautious <laughs> So out of all the other isekai that are in among its category, this definitely stands out. Also, isekais have got to stop with these long names. (laughs) Have you heard the longest title ever yet? What's that one? No. Okay. Let me look it up for you. It is so long. They did it on purpose to to actually get like the title of the The longest title. Is it a paragraph? Longest title. Isekai. 
Okay, it's called A High School. I'm a high school boy and a, a successful novel author, but I'm being strangled by a female classmate who's a voice actress and is younger than me. Wait, <laughs> that's an elevator pitch. That's not a title. <laughs> <laughs> that is correct. <laughs> it's an elevator pitch. What about Rhoda? Oh my god! I, that is, that is, I haven't seen the show, long. but when I I saw that on Twitter, I was like, "That's not real. That's that's a parody." No, it's it's real. It's a real title. Okay. <laughs> oh my god! I feel like now I'm down a rabbit hole of other. Just Don't do it, Marlon. I've done that before. Don't do it. Do you, Don't do, do it. you love? Do you love your mom and her multi-targeted attacks? <laughs> Okay. My entire class was summoned into another world, except for me. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The whole class got isekai except for me. Except for me. <laughs> I don't even know what that was about. Him trying to get into the game. Him trying to get everyone out of the game. Right. I feel like it's going to be more about him trying so to I'm get I'm just going to watch y'all on the screen and I'm just going to eat my popcorn and sit here. Wait, no. okay. I feel like I'm, I'm picturing it like they like pop back into reality like, oh my goodness. They have like a, a bunch of swords and glittering armors. Like, where have you been? Oh, we got isekai and became knights and kings and queens. And oh no, I'm going back. It's like, take me with you. It doesn't happen at all for the entire show. It's him trying to go to the world oh, and just could never go. I actually want to watch that oh, now. Oh, that sounds uh, yeah, honestly, yes. Yes. <laughs> but that's all I got for you for Isekai titles, but yes, out of all of them, uh, watch this very cute show about this young lady who is maxing out her shield and being uh, the tankiest of all tanks. The tankiest? All she does is boot people with her shield and they're like destroyed like they like they break in pieces and i it just it i cannot stop giggling every time she does it because she's like oh no ah! they're just ah! like, it's so dramatic i love it um and then on my other i guess this is cat's anime corner um since we're talking about video game adaptations i guess this these two past these the past two years have been just the error of it um mm-hmm. near has an anime if you remember the Nier games, uh, yes, this is a Square Enix game. Yes, it's one of those ex- existential, dramatic stories with robots and humanity and stuff. Um, this is an anime. And I was at first very hesitant of it because the game, the first game at least, is very confusing. Beautiful. Beautiful, great music, but confusing as hell. Mm. The anime, actually, I really like it. It actually takes the time to kind of show things that the video game didn't get a chance to kind of show us about, to understand the world. And even like the villain, like the the robots on the on the on the villain side, like it kind of shows different perspectives and gives you more context to things. And you're like, oh, it actually it it makes the story more fuller. Um, And of course, you know, the music is still from the game. They do have dialogue and scenes from the game, but then they add more context to those scenes. And you're like, okay, I'm starting to see more of like a story that I can appreciate. Um, And it's really good. Um, I will say right now they're on a hiatus because the whole crew that makes the show and distributes the show have COVID. So there's a delay right now. We're so, I think the first three episodes are out right now on, on Crunchyroll, but by February, I believe they will be back on um, 
schedule to continue the season because I'm I'm very curious in how we're going to get to. I don't know how the season's going to go. I don't know if they're splitting up for the game, but if you like, like if you're a fan of like Ghost in the Shell back in the day, I would say check it out. I like stories like that, so I recommend checking it out just for it. And if if you think uh, Yoko Taru is because he's a very crazy man who created this whole franchise. Uh, if that doesn't get you, if you ever watch, uh, you know how anime have like their little side show when the show ends, they actually make the androids be puppets and they go on weird adventures at the end of every episode. It's the most random thing, but it's wholesome at this. I don't know how to describe it. Um, definitely check that out too. It's it's bizarre, and I'm like Yoko Taru is just he's a mad genius, but then it's. It makes sense. I, I he's a complicated person, but I respect I respect what he did with his with the story. I don't know if anyone else played or seen mm-hmm. his anime. Never. Wow, you guys ever played the Veneer games? I have not. No. I'm very shocked. I would I would have thought. Well, hey, check it out if you can. It's a it's a masterpiece of its own. Oh. Um, and now Marlon, I'm gonna turn it to or. Either yeah, one of you to talk about the update that we came across this week from last week. Yeah. Uh, we talked about uh, Watsi, Wizards of the Coast, uh, and their uh, draft uh, of uh, their OGL document uh, and attempt to, you know, deauthorize some things and update it to the standards to, in their words, prevent uh, their product from being used and inappropriate ways or to be used to exclude certain people. Um, the internet went a little kerfuffle um, to the point where uh, other tabletop RPG companies also got involved, um, including like Piazzo. Piazzo even committed to being in a legal battle with Woods of the Coast uh, if they were going to go forward with um, uh, deauthorizing the OGL got to the point where not only was Biazo on board, but so was Cobalt Press, uh, Green Ronin, Legendary Games, Roll for Combat, Rogue Genius Gaming, and Chaosium, uh, who also have games which are around uh, some of the material that uh, WotC has put out with with Five E. They all were kind of in line to say, "Hey, if you choose to go through with this, we're gonna sue in a way to get it reversed." Well, today, uh, or you know whenever you get this by, Wizards of the Coast decided to not do that. They decided they were going to um, go forward with the previous version, the existing version of the OGL, but they're going to go even farther and they're going to, I believe, place the document uh, in the create under a Creative Commons license, which means that it's going to be available to everyone to be used freely Um so that, you know, there's no way that it can be used as a way to, like, sell Bitcoin or NFTs or whatever. Mm-hmm. Now it's open and free, very similar to Pathfinder, very similar to Starfinder. It's available to everyone and anyone. So a lot of the nerds uh, are excited, are stoked. Uh, and again, like, with this background pressure, you can kind of see why they decided to go through with this. I'm sure in their minds they want to go through with updating it a certain way. Uh, a lot of folks assume that Hasbro was involved, but if you look at it from like behind the scenes, if you have all these companies who are on board with potentially moving forward with suing you, and you also have a lot of your content creators who are doing D&D content saying, hey, 
will also potentially maybe pull out. Again, this is, you know, all just, you know, questioning things. If you have all these people who are behind you saying that they're going to pull out, uh, you can probably see why it was in the best entrance to say, hey, let's try to pull back some of these fans who are upset with us uh, moving forward. So they're, you know, going to make it open to the Creative Commons for everyone. It's uh, going to be open and available for for forever is their hope. But we'll see pretty soon if there's going to be any long-term damage under the hashtag open D&D, right. um, especially with Dungeons and Dragons Honor Among Thieves coming out on March 31st and it being a major initiative push from uh, the Hasbro subsidiary. Mm-hmm. Uh, so if they don't make do, if they don't make good on this, this is probably going to be a real rough start for the subsidiary working with Watsi. <sighs> How the tables turn. Um, I do feel yeah. bad for Watsi and all of this because I do feel like there was a, there was enough strong inclination for this being such a turn from what they have done to pass. I don't know how long how old this game is, but for the, what they have done 20? for so long, no, it's older than that. But at oh, least sorry, no. OG, I, yeah. I'm not sure how long Watsi has had ownership over it. That's the biggest question I have. I just can't remember the number. Mm. But this, it, it, all of this felt like such a big turn, and I think mm-hmm. it was people were saying it was Hasbro, and that feels that feels about right considering how big of a turn it was. So um, mm-hmm. they were probably just trying to appease business daddy at that point. And, um, and it's kind of all backfired on, on them being the middleman and all of that. So um, I'm glad that the fans have all gotten what they've wanted. Um, I don't think the fans realized they didn't have to stress that much because they still would have been able to have what they wanted. Mm-hmm. Uh, but I do think the threat of the suits, the suits was probably fair because they're probably they couldn't do what they wanted to do and tell people they had they owed them money because I don't think they I think that would have gone to court and they and Watsi would have lost and because yeah. they wasn't none of these things that to mention twenty and Critical Role none of them were using anything that they couldn't use based on copyright law so. I, they would have lost, so they kind of had to once everybody started threatening lawsuits. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I guess we're just going to uh, wait to moving forward what that looks like, because I feel like this isn't over. Like, well, pro- I mean, yeah, it definitely isn't. And I think that's, that's all why I, I think it's also why a lot of people are starting to make their own systems. I think was a, another big push people saw. Um, I know that I think Cobalt Press like was like, hey, we're creating uh, our own universe. And that pulled an audience to go check that out and crash the website. That's I know that Pathfinder thing, is doing like, I think they like really promoted like version 2.0 of Pathfinder. Like, hey, like check this out. Like we're wow. updating. It's going to be free forever. I know that um, Critical Role did a very interesting post in response to what was going on and said that they're working to like, they're working with creative people to like you know design their world so that might also that be like matter, though that that's but, a, yeah, but I, just... I i think it's cool to like to see people like hey we're going to be designing our own thing in reaction to this i think added to like i think the whole mess of like oh not yeah. only are people going to sue us and people are mad but like now people are like we'll we're going to make everybody. our own stuff Moving forward, so it's like, we're making our own thing yeah, just to so cya like, yeah. I think you're just stacking up on all these chips. Like, you know what? Forget it. We're gonna we're gonna scrap the whole thing. Oh, we got man. too many things to worry about I mean, right now. I, I hope that that these things stop doing that 
in that grand scheme of things because you are tabletop rpgs have gotten bigger over time sure mm-hmm. but i still think they are niche compared to uh video games in general or like particular genres of and like just movies and different different other activities they're still a pretty niche thing um and so at the very least Dungeons and Dragons did a strong thing of keeping everyone under one roof like if Mm -hmm. you were going to jump into a tabletop RPG for the first time it was probably Dungeons and Dragons Mm -hmm. Um, and there was a ton of content to jump into you could get a little bit of anything you wanted and the more everyone fractures because they overreacted to this I think it's just going to harm the tabletop RPG industry in general because everyone's going to be spread out. It's harder to come across. It's like the comic book industry. How do you, where do you start? Like, there's just so many different points and it's just so overly convoluted to just like, what do you read first? Like, um, and that's a, I feel like that's a struggle Marvel and DC have been trying to deal with for like over a decade now. And they've rebooted numbers a billion times and didn't, mm-hmm. done big pushes. And I don't think any of them have really been that long term successful. And, the more people spread out to all these different games, the worse that's going to get. Um, so I'm hoping this keeps everybody from jumping ship from D&D when D&D never really had the rights to say you can't use our rules like that anyway. Um, so I, it's it's a I, that's my hope. This is, it worries me that we're going to see tabletop industry basically implode on itself mm-hmm. if everybody decided to go jump ship and do a new system and then now i'm watching dimension 20 and i don't really understand what game they're playing and i have to go read into their shit and to get to understand what it is that they're playing when i could have just watched it and been like oh they're playing dnd i get these yeah. rules yeah mm. yeah that was my favorite like the kids on brooms rolling and uh the I mean, I, Harry Potter's kid was. This, it, the, none of this is for me because I don't watch oh, gotcha, any gotcha, gotcha. of these things. Like I, oh for sure, for sure. I, I don't, I don't turn on anybody else playing D and D. I just, it's too long for me. I, I think if, <laughs> I think if they could do it in an interesting way and get a nice tight like two hour script, I think maybe I'd watch it more. But these things are too long for me. It's too, I can't this do is, it. This is why I like Ten Candles. It's like two hours, like. Even on YouTube, they do that. It's like two hours. And it's done. I'm like, yay, I like this. You know? <laughs> I don't have to worry about years campaign campaign and like mm. every episode's five hours. It's hard to keep track Called of it. Critical role over there, huh? I mean, yeah. I pick three and choose. and a half hour episode. Nope. Yeah, I pick and choose. Oh no, that's fair, that's fair. That's for fair. Their I stuff. Think and that's that... why I lose of like, wait, what's the seat like this season? I'm like, I did not see these episodes. I'm like, oh, I'm lost. I... <laughs> I think for 10 episodes, I was with them. I was with them. And mm-hmm. then I let one episode slip by, and it's now been 20 episodes. I'm like, oh, I'm so far. <laughs> yeah. I'm so far back. I, can I can't get that. back into this. I'll wait to the end. But no, I, I think kind of like to what we've been saying, like, I know that um, there are so many variances to TTRPGs that I think do exist. And I think with the barrier to interest being, being to, the barrier to like enter being, I think, uh, a core rule book for 5e it's a bit easier um especially if it's under the same roof. i know that there's like a bunch of different ways to play now there's like the there's like the kids on brooms system where it's just like d6s um but i i think that hopefully moving forward 
uh, they're better able to kind of direct themselves, which I think they have been. And I'm wondering if this was just a sign of like Hasbro putting their thumb too heavy mm-hmm. and we we're able to tell, cause this is normally not what y'all do. So what's happening? This is wild. And now the thumb's coming back off like, Hey, so sorry about that. That was a bad idea. Yeah, we're not going to do that. So I'm wondering if now that Hasbro's like, oh, maybe we shouldn't have leaned in too much. Let's just back up and let them do their thing. Might that we late. might see that change. But yeah, it might be too late, though. They, they might have. Too late to apologize. They, like Hasbro might have put their foot too far on the gas for too long. And I do, again, part of that reason is they were quiet for a week. Like they shared that, like, that update, like, hey, we're going to, like, hey, this, like, this, like, draft got leaked, and then a week went by, they didn't say anything. I and think so they, they thought they, they had more time, and they forget that they forgot that the internet moves at so fast, at so. speed for speeds, especially when they, especially the less information they have. The, the less information they have, they move faster. Right? It's, it's a fucking internet. Ooh, yeah. So I think, like, I think, honestly, that week of silence. If if they do get a big hit, that week of silence definitely led to it. Like the fact that they let like this narrative run away from them, and they didn't get in front of the narrative fast enough. By the time they got there, they were playing catch up the whole way through. I think that that, that like they should have had someone like either send out, "Hey, we're so sorry, we saw that this got leaked. We're gonna address it tomorrow." Or, like mm-hmm. at least give us something instead of waiting, waiting, waiting. Hey, so last week y'all may have saw something. Uh. <laughs> it's like insulting to their audience too like you it's like again like Teresa it's like it It was we we expect news like this you could have just had a reassurance of like you know we're putting out a statement we'll get back to you it was nothing and I feel like they'll be like they'll be patient they'll wait because they're loyal fans it's like we're already getting like a civil war happening all over and if now it's that, on Twitter it's, yeah. it's bad <laughs> it's gonna go bad if it's on Twitter it's gonna be bad mm-hmm. yeah well Hey, we'll we see. see. Wait more one more week. We'll see what else they have to say because apparently that might be their timeline to hey, say stuff. I honestly am looking forward to the uptick in advertising marketing for the dragons for their D and D movie because I feel like they have got to read the playbook and see. Oh, our film might not get viewership. We may have to allocate some kind of different like spotlight for these uh, trailers. So I look forward to seeing if their marketing strategy does change at all because March 31st is, is going to be here. It's almost February. Right. Uh, and I'm sure they need to have either made back the exact dollar amount that they put into this <laughs> film or make back twice as much. I don't know what their goals are, but I'm sure they are wanting this film to do well uh, to really, I think, shine in on like that Hasbro Watsy connection. So... We'll see when it drops, and we'll keep our eyes. We'll, we'll keep our eyes on that. Um, speaking of about that world, I'm sure you guys heard how Curve World's next film deal with Amazon, um, The Mighty oh, yeah. Nine, is going to be animated next in the future. They dropped a teaser trailer this past week, um, and they already signed. Everything's being greenlit. There is no premiere date, but they're already in production. They don't right need now. one. <laughs> Right. I feel like the Mighty Nine, in terms of I think audience reach, 
a lot of folks were OG day ones for uh, Vox Machina. That's OG, like OG day ones. <laughs> but the Mighty Nine was like, I think the most recent where people were actively mm-hmm. like latch on. That one I think may have a larger like audience reach. Mm-hmm. But I, what I love about this announcement, Kat, is that this means that they're going to be plugging in more of their one shots yep. into this world. They're going to be pouring more of their stuff. They're going to pour in bells hells the current season or uh the calamity of exandria or literally any of the worlds they've built are gonna potentially be added maybe they'll do an original show and just not have a dv connection right and that's gonna be great but it also means that people like the folks at dimension 20 uh people at maybe at three black halflings the backward brothers Whomever mm-hmm. is like has a big enough D and D audience, if there is an in at Amazon, Amazon may be like, "Yo, we can make a quick buck if we get these nerds to watch these animated D and D shows." Yes, that that might be the move, and Critical Role might be the people who would like bring in those folks over there. Right. So we saw that over the pandemic, that D and D exploded. Uh, we might be seeing a, a second explosion. Uh, with this animated uh, like partnership potentially and Amazon could be putting itself in a prime spot to like reap the benefits of it. Yeah, I I was thinking the same thing because I was like, I love the Mega Ruler Brothers Adventure Zone. That's like my thing. And they've like they've done tours, they've have their books, they have books published. And mm-hmm. you know, I had graphic since, novels. Yeah. And so once Vox Machina had a successful first season. I think we had that conversation in one of our previous episodes and talking about what does this mean for D&D in this type of format um, as far as seeing, are we going to see more people stepping up? But now that mm-hmm. it's been like a year later, it's like they already got a second show in the mix. And now I'm like, okay, Amazon's figuring out these nerds really love spending money and their attention on this Hmm, I think we found a pocket. We're going to really keep going. And I think even people who are not even like, they're not even part of this where they know nothing about D and D. I think if they just like good animated shows, especially original stories, they're going to really love what is being brought because it's not like, Oh, I've seen this before. It's like, no, these are stories. These people crafted from their minds. Um, And I think that's another audience that will also hitch on too. And, yeah, I'm very excited to see what that means um, in a whole grand scheme of things. And then what does it mean for Critical? Because, like, they can just keep going. Like like you said, they they can literally just get together and write original scripts yeah. for the rest of their lives. I mean, also, there's the merch. I think a lot of the yeah. merch that I think they show on the Critical World shows, if they're about their characters on Vox Machina, they look like the animated style version and they most likely are giving Amazon a piece of that money. And Amazon is enjoying those pieces. They are also pushing and promoting a lot of their graphic novels on Amazon Prime. Like, hey, we also have Legends of Vox Machina, the graphic novel about Vax and Vexalia. We also have these other. So I feel like, yeah, there's marketability. Uh, there's so much. And we know that Spotify drops crazy money to pull Joe Rogan. <laughs> I wouldn't be surprised to see Amazon be like, hey, we're going to do our we, we, oh we my gosh. Be on Amazon podcast. Come find me. <laughs> Who knows? But no, yeah, I, yeah, I think almost similarly to Hasbro, uh, <laughs> Amazon is realizing, oh, this D&D thing could make us some money. Uh, so, hey, the future of D&D is very lucrative and, you know, there's money to be made. 
Mm-hmm. Um, on nerds. So I just want to. I just want to clarify on us. They're making money from us because of what we like. Smart, that's, but hey, it's, it's, half the time. We win, but we lose at the same time. That's um, half the things we cover I mean, on the, sh- on the I mean, show are things that we spend money. When you on. think about it, Amazon <laughs> has been slowly growing in a way where I'm starting to be like, oh, you're serious and the content, like your original content, like I mean, you saw with. Rings of Power. Okay, Rill of Time was a mistake, but Rings of Power. How dare you bring that up ever I'm again. saying that because season two comes out this year. <laughs> no. We're going to have to cover that, but I Rings of Power, so those are two, those are the two <laughs> giant, like, fantasy uh, book series that you can grab outside of Game of Thrones. Now you're getting into the D&D, and if you're going to have all this, these animations lined up, and then you have your comic books, you have Invincible, you have The Boys. I'm like, Amazon is slowly but steadily growing in such a specific market, and they're making so much money. Like, I, I, I mean, I, I don't know. I think it's a movie also potentially coming as well. A movie too? They, yeah, I think they're also going to be like discussing doing like an Amazon movie. Uh, for like critical role so they have a lot of deals Damn. down the pipeline they have like movies and tv shows lined up so they're they're good to go they're they're gonna make well, that they're gonna make that good they money. Work for us now. <laughs> they're good to go for real they're good. um yeah um does anyone want to add anything else on the docket marlon uh, you got anything on your corner if you're interested in watching a bunch of people physically fight each other in korea you should check out uh, the one I think it's called the 100 on Netflix. It's just a bunch oh, of Korean. It's talking about like, really briefly. Oh, right. <laughs> the body types go from like 400 pound like bodybuilder to like teeny tiny cheerleader, and it's like who has the best body for situations. And it's just it's they're a wild show. No, um, the first they're doing different challenges, but this this challenge currently is literally uh, it's vicious. It's like two people go into a ring. And they try to be the last one holding like a a medicine ball. They have three minutes, oh. and whoever doesn't have the medicine ball gets kicked off the show. Uh, and I think the winner gets like two hundred and fifty thousand dollars. So these people are like going at it. Oh, okay. They're just physically just huge. There's, there's that, and there's also Vinland Saga season two is also out dropping episodes. If you, I watched Vinland Saga the first season and it has some pretty dope animation. Mm-hmm. Uh, and this second season is also interesting. Vinland Saga, like Ragnarok, also plays with some historical things here and there. Uh, but also Ragnarok dropped. And there's one thing I can say is that Buddha my favorite character. What? Buddha's my favorite character of this of Buddha this Buddha has oh zero gosh. fucks to give. Zero he's my fucks character from Buddha. Of, like, of the current Sounds season. Right. He's my favorite character. Okay, I can't wait to see that. I just, he has like these two tusk teeth and he like has a lollipop <laughs> and everyone's just being rude to him. He's just like, what did you say? I wasn't paying attention. <laughs> and he keeps looking away. People are like, get me aggro. And he's just like, I'm hungry. And he just kind of walks <laughs> off and it's like, you know, I actively want to fight you. They want to trade the faith. You're just like, where's the food at? And just pieces out I and just gone. Yeah. Okay. But <laughs> it, you have to watch it. You'll see why. But Buddha is my favorite. And his like art style is also amazing. Like this show, like <laughs> not for nothing, their animation is amazing. Agreed. And the, the, the person who like the team that designed Buddha in this show a fucking plus like mm. he has this beautiful kind of like like bob hairstyle mm. 
in like a top bun and then has like this like aura around the top of his head like like the painting but then he also has like these like long earlobes beautiful like um sand mandala shaped eyes in a way and it's the style is just it's just amazing that's all i'm saying you should check out Okay, but, definitely but, check that out. But be warned, uh, the facts of a lot of these people are not real. This is the Ragnarok. They verse. took a lot this of liberties is, in this, this series. Is a different timeline. Way more than they did in the previous yeah. one, I think. Yeah. And this one, I'm on Hercules did not right. kill his children and his wife. Just he he did not murder his children and his wife in this one. Uh, Hercules object- is a good guy. First of all, that's all I need to say. That's that's how you know there's a fake. Wait, wait. Yeah, I'm about to say Hercules is not a good guy. Like, that's oh, yeah. why I was like, why are we cheering for this man? This man is a horrible man. And it's like, he's a good guy. I'm like, oh, they're, they going by, they're going by the Disney version of Hercules. <laughs> okay. Check those out, y'all. Go the distance. Yeah, basically. Um, yeah, check all those out on net. I think those are three Netflix shows, Marlon. Yeah, they were. Check them all on Netflix, Marlon's favorite streaming platform. Um, <laughs> they got some fire right now. Yeah, right now they, they they have some good stuff. For a while, it was pretty bare, but they have like eight good things, and they each take twenty minutes. Your, whenever you describe <laughs> Netflix as fire, I. I, I <laughs> no, no, no. It's not the description. Like fire I hear garbage or fire no, no. like. There's gold in here. Your own interpretation. Like the three episodes of Ragnarok I listed are the fire part of it. (laughs) Yeah, the first part part is is wild. It's a very, it's, I'm sorry, it's like a candle fire, right? Not like an actual bond. It's like a candle fire. It's like real cute. It's like real cute fire. (laughs) Like in a spa? Exactly. It's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, it's like, Oh my yeah. god, he has a little fire with him. Great effect. Visual aid. So helpful. Thank you. You got it. Okay, well, with that being said, thank you guys all for coming together and talking about all the wonderful things we talked about today. Listeners, thank you for making our show the number one show of your day. Don't forget we have social media on Facebook, Twitter, Instagram, and geeksforcepodcast.com. With that said, be safe, have fun. Crack up with a book or play a video game, whatever, geek out, but always geek on. This episode of Quest On Media's Geek Force was produced in Richmond, California.